This is Plant-Based Briefing, Minimum Viable Meal Prep, Basic Plant-Based Batch Cooking You Should Do Every Week, Part 1, by Brigitte Jem at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the Plant-Based Podcast where I curate, get permission, and then narrate a variety of articles on plant-based and vegan living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's is longer, so it's going to be a two-parter. I'm reading Part 1 today, and then Part 2 will be tomorrow. It's by Brigitte Jam of veganfamilykitchen.com. She comes from a family of dairy farmers, and she used to love blue steak with blue cheese, but now she helps people decide what to make for dinner. She offers whole food plant-based meal planning services. She offers workshops and tons of great information to teach people not just to follow recipes, but how to get flow in the kitchen, how to improvise meals. She has a great blog, a great website, a great podcast, all at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I really recommend her book, Flow in the Kitchen. It should almost be required reading for every teenager or person who is starting out on their own and has to feed themselves or their families. Brigitte came to veganism from the environmental perspective. And as a good green citizen, she was a big advocate for cycling as transportation. And someone planted a seed when she read a comment that said, if you're fueling your bike with a steak, you might as well be driving a Hummer. And the rest is history. She now helps others cook more plants and find joy, gratitude, and mindfulness in the practice of cooking. It's not just about getting food in mouths. So if you want to check out her book, you can find it at her website or on Amazon. It's called Flow in the Kitchen, Practices for Healthy, Stress-Free Vegan Cooking. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Minimum Viable Meal Prep, Basic Plant-Based Batch Cooking You Should Do Every Week, Even When You're Too Busy, Part 1 by Brigitte Jem at veganfamilykitchen.com. Eating a steady diet of unprocessed, home-cooked, plant-based meals takes more time than dishing out processed foods from a box, duh. It doesn't have to take a prohibitive amount of time. Four to seven hours of cooking per week should yield very enjoyable meals. If you have much less time to cook, delicious homemade plant-based dinners remain possible. However, you may have to compromise on food diversity. It's not a dream dinner scenario, but you can get by with what I call the minimum viable meal prep. It requires just one hour and will transform your week. Take these basic plant-based batch cooking steps on the weekend and you'll have some healthy vegan options available on weeknights when you have no time to cook. Summary for the hyper busy. One, if you have time to check email and social media, you have time to do a basic plant-based batch cooking session. Two, pick a couple of types of canned beans. Three, choose a whole grain, such as brown or red rice, quinoa, farro, buckwheat, etc. Switch from week to week. Four, roast some orange vegetables like sweet potatoes, carrots, and or squash. Switch from week to week. Five, cook a soup or stew that includes vegetables and beans, and perhaps grains too. Six, make sure you have and use ready-to-eat greens, like baby kale and power greens mixes, for example. 7. Prep your items in a certain order to get it all done in an hour or so. 8. Jazz it up with pantry staples. 9. Eat it throughout the week. And 10. Switch it up next week. What if you don't have time for basic plant-based batch cooking? Before I proceed with my suggestions, I want to acknowledge something. Not everyone has weekend time to cook. Many of us work long hours, most days of the week, or multiple jobs to make ends meet. Others are committed to caring for loved ones in a way that detracts them from caring about their own health. The obstacles to eating better dinners are, for some, insurmountable. That being said, many of us are also just busy. 
We have said yes to a lot of important and interesting engagements for ourselves and for our loved ones, but without considering our other priorities, like eating nourishing food so we can thrive. If you think you have zero time to do even basic plant-based batch cooking on some less busy days of the week, I invite you to reconsider your schedule and perhaps say no to an activity or two, or delegate responsibility for one of your tasks. If work is the problem, ask yourself what is the full real cost of working more hours. Again, I'm not talking to those who are scraping by at the edge of survival here. They don't have time to read my blog anyway. If the increased stress and busyness makes it impossible for you to cook at home from scratch, then you are likely eating more processed food, which is expensive, or buying ready-made meals, likely worse. Perhaps you buy groceries in hopes of preparing a series of delightful dinners but end up wasting most of that food and money because it spoils before you cook it. In addition, the long-term costs of eating an unhealthy diet with too much fat and sodium and too many calories include years of decreased quality of life, a costly medication regimen, and overwhelming health expenses. For what? Take a hard look at your life. Can you claim an hour to do this basic plant-based batch cooking at some time during the week? In this post, I'm not proposing that you should spend three hours on Sunday plus 15 to 30 minutes every weeknight to cook dinner. Instead, just take an hour to make a difference with this minimum viable meal prep plan. Pick your plant-based basics, beans and grains. Pulses and whole grains form the backbone of vegan nutrition. Both have fiber and protein, as well as many micronutrients we need. Although it's technically possible to thrive without them, busy people will need to rely on them for the majority of their daily nourishment. And that's great because they're both diverse and delicious. Both categories should be represented in your basic vegan batch cooking plan. Pulses. This category includes beans, lentils, chickpeas, split peas, edamame, and their derivatives such as tofu, a minimally transformed soy product. There are so many options. Just make sure you always have a few in stock. Choosing a dark-colored bean, like black beans, kidney beans, etc., will also increase the amount of phytonutrients you get in every bite, compared to white beans and chickpeas. But chickpeas are really yummy, so just make sure you mix things up from week to week. If you are starved for time, I won't suggest that you cook your beans from scratch. Dry beans are cheaper, but if you have only minutes to spend on your meals, they're not the best investment of your time. Get canned beans. Grains. Think beyond the wheat. Yes, pasta is delicious, especially with one of my instant sauces linked here if you have an extra 10 minutes. So is bread. But you can prep something more wholesome and nutritious in mere minutes. Pick a whole grain or pseudo grain, whether it's brown or red rice, quinoa, barley, farro, buckwheat, millet, or frica. Follow package instructions or learn about my easy fuss free methods for rice and quinoa linked here. If you are really, really pressed for time, couscous is practically instant and can be found in a whole wheat version. Roast the oranges. Root vegetables and winter squashes are inexpensive and robust vegetables you can keep for several weeks in your produce drawer. The red and orange ones are particularly good sources of carotenoids critical for eye health. Roasting enhances their flavors while enhancing the availability of their nutrients. Plus, the hands-on time requirement is very short. My top choices are orange sweet potato, so-called yam, carrots, and red onions. They're particularly awesome because they require minimal preparation before roasting and deliver a big nutritional punch in addition to rich flavor. Sweet potatoes and carrots just need a thorough brushing, no need to peel. Onions do need to have their outer skin removed, of course, but it's a quick job. Hacking the veggies in three-quarter inch cubish pieces will do. Spread on a baking sheet lined with parchment paper to speed up cleaning. Sprinkle with salt, pepper, and turmeric if available, and maybe drizzle with a wee bit of olive oil, like two teaspoons. You're good to go. 
Refresh your knife skills with this information linked here to save yourself time and accidents. Many squashes do not need to be peeled either, but if you choose to do it, it's easier to do so after they've been roasted. Either way, you have to start by halving them and removing the seeds and fibrous bits. You can roast them just like that, cut face down on a lined baking sheet. Roasting halves will require more time in the oven than dicing. And if you forget them in the oven too long, you'll get to scoop out ready-made squash puree. Lovely! You just listened to Minimal Viable Meal Prep, Basic Plant-Based Batch Cooking You Should Do Every Week Even When You Were Too Busy, Part 1, by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. Tune in tomorrow for the second half of this article, where we'll hear about how to use fresh greens, how to add a soup or stew, and how to make the most of your time within this hour to get it all done. And then how to jazz it up with tasty and nourishing pantry staples and how to put it all together for meals. So tune in tomorrow for that, and please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.